Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Well, welcome to Dilly Ding, Dilly Dong, uh, the Leicester Mercury's Leicester City podcast. I'm Rob Tanner. Joining me today is James the Sharp End Sharp. And oh, okay, there's no football to talk about, but there's still plenty to discuss Isn't in the there? world of Leicester City. Before we get underway, I'd just like to remind you, free beer. It's beer weather. If you want free beer, head over to beer52.com. Uh, just sign up using the tagline Leicester, and you can be joined eight beers around the world, and all you've got to do is pay the postage and pack in. Right. First signing of the summer's arrived. Yes. We've got the first man in. The window only opened on Thursday, and uh, City haven't uh, been hanging about, have they? Getting in Ricardo Pereira for... What we believe is around a fee of around twenty-two million pounds. Eventually, I think seventeen and a half million up front, with the rest uh, in add-ons. Uh, right back was the position they identified yeah. as an urgent need of strengthening, and they've certainly done that. What what can we expect from this guy? Well, it's, well first of all, it's not taking very long, and it's always encouraging when Leicester act quickly in the transfer market. We saw it last summer with Harry Maguire. If Leicester can get their their um, work done early in the tra- in the transfer window. It gives Claude or Puello, whoever the manager is, the time to shape his squad um, or the longer time to shape his squad. And Pereira is the name is an exciting signing. Right back is as you say is that position that Leicester were so keen to strengthen, especially with Claude Puello's desire for his fullbacks to offer width and to offer attacking flair for his greater defender as Danny Simpson is there's always questions about his ability to get forward and end product Pereira looks to have that in bundles um, loads of assists uh, in the Portuguese league led the way for dribbles by defenders and and someone who's worked in the club well as well and it, it looks like an exciting signing I know fans are excited from looking on social media well, he's 24 years old so he's obviously got plenty of years a- ahead of him signed a five year contract mm. which seems to be a bit of a trend now at Leicester City signing five years because Slomani signed a five year yeah. contract Maguire signed a big hefty contract like that as well so um, yeah they, they obviously think this guy is worth uh, worth his weight in gold because uh, give him five years that's quite a commitment from the football club and quite a commitment from um, Pereira because we understand he uh, turned down Borussia Dortmund to yes. Leicester and the big factor being Puel yeah uh, so, we, so we we read his comments today saying that Claude Puel was a crucial part of his decision process he played under Claude for a season at Nice and we think that this Pereira signing does seem to give us an indication as to where Leicester are going in the managerial stakes absolutely because there's a lot of speculation about Puel's uh, situation. Um, there were a lot of people expecting Leicester City to follow the trend from other clubs and uh, jettison their manager at the end of the season. But um, it would suggest that if they've gone ahead and pressed ahead and signed Pereira and Puel was such a, an important um, character figure in the deal, then they are pressing ahead with Puel for this summer. It's going to be a hugely important uh, summer of recruitment this squad certainly needs a massive overhaul mm. and the work has already begun and uh, there might be signings rapidly behind Pereira as well yes yeah, so look by the looks of things it, it, Johnny Evans has been a target in the past I know last 
last summer Leicester had bids of was it up to twenty three million pounds rejected for the for the West Brom defender. Now Leicester could be getting an, an absolute snip of a price because there's a clause in his contract that says that if West Brom get relegated, which they did, that Evans will be available for three million pounds. Three million pounds is the reported yeah. figure that's in his contract, a release clause, relegation release clause. Um, but there has been reports that uh, the stumbling block on this deal, and there'll be a number of clubs that would have been interested in uh, Johnny Evans. We know Man City were strongly linked, weren't they, a year ago? When yeah, they had a bid rejected last year as well, didn't they? Yeah, so they, but from what we understand, they might be being put off at the moment by a reported £4 million fee for the agent to get this deal done. And this so, the, so the agent costs more money than more the actual player himself? Exactly. Right, OK. Um, that makes sense. And it, it seems to be a bit of a trend as well, um, the agent fees rising. I mean, certainly... A couple of other deals that we've heard about will uh, will depend a lot on uh, on agent fees and whether clubs are willing to pay them. And uh, it uh, certainly does escalate um, the prices and the, the, the some of the packages that go with these deals. And also, it's more money going outside the game because once yeah. it goes out into an agent's pocket, it's gone. It's not like it can be reinvested by another club into another signing or into an academy player or something like that into a contract. It's money that just goes simply out of the game. So we'll have to see. I know they're doing an important job. I know, I know, I know journalists, a lot of journalists' life is, is involved talking to agents and agents have their own agendas and they, they act in the interest of their players. I know it's an important job, but how have we got to a stage in football where a player can cost less than, than his agent? How have we got there? The agents are, are growing in power and influence. Um, an agent can make or break a deal. Uh, if a player, if, if a, a club wants a certain player, they've got to get that agent on side to get the deal done. And it's no longer just the ten percent that we always used to associate with them. Um, you know, they can ask for whatever they want now to get these deals. And then quite often, agents are also employed by football clubs to go out and find players who are already contracted to other agents. So it's it's a it's a murky world. And uh, but they have got more influence in the game um, over the mm. last few years, and and probably will continue to, to, to have massive influence. But it'd be interesting if they do get Johnny Evans in, though, isn't it? 29-year-old yeah. um, Northern Ireland international. Um, Wes Morgan, we don't think he's going to play such a prominent role next season. He might be the captain, but he's 34 now. His body's he's, catching up with him as well. Yeah, and he, he's, he's played at the end of the season with injuries as well. Um, so City are looking to overhaul uh, defensively with Pereira, with Evans. Also with Dragovic as well, which would be... Pleasing for the City fans, it would be another popular decision, wouldn't it, to sign Dragovic on a permanent deal. Um, if they can get one done, he joined City on loan from Bayer Leverkusen uh, last season. I was unhappy with um, the amount of pitch time he had, and certainly he played he played well when he was yeah. on the side, wasn't he? And the fans were calling for him to replace Morgan towards the end of the season, but uh, it looks like they're going to try and get Dragovic in. As if well they can get Evans. both of them, I think that's that's great work, really. Um, I'm quite happy with, with Evans, especially when, when it comes to the price tag if they can get him for three million pounds forgetting the agent's fee for a minute because what is a lot of time is, is crucial in transfer windows is players who have Premier League experience and who have performed in the Premier League and know what it takes Harry Maguire last summer was a great example of a player who yeah had been rele- relegated with his team but had shown that he could come in straight away and hit the ground running and that's what Leicester will need going into the new season is they need to have players who can fit in straight away know what it takes in the Premier League so we've had summers before where we've got a lot of players in from all over the world they're always a gamble 
sometimes they can they can hit the ground running straight away. A lot of the times they take betting in time. Leicester can't really afford betting in time. And a player like Evans, you may argue he's, he's past his best. But at 29, still not overly old for a, cent, for a centre-back. Yeah, still got a few years yeah, of left has, in him, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah. And I think, no, I think that's a, it's a, if Leicester can get it done and get it over, that's a positive signing. Dragovic, again, Leicester fans have been hugely impressed with him. You can understand why he's been frustrated with his lack of game time, um, with the whole, not really saga, but surrounding Wes Morgan, who's being brought back into the team and him being captain, all these things. If they can get Dragovic in on a permanent deal, and Evans, and have Maguire there, I think that's looking hugely promising for the future. Absolutely, it'd be a, a popular decision uh, amongst the supporters. 70, was it 75% of uh, the people who voted in our poll? Yeah, we did a poll on if Leicester could only sign one of Dragovic or Evans, who would they choose? And out of a couple of thousand voters, it was 75% Dragovic. I mean, we didn't give them the option of, bo- of both which it looks like Leicester could be going for that option, which I think, to be honest, is probably the more preferable out of the three. Well, there was uh, one piece of transfer uh, news that broke as well, which wouldn't be particularly popular with the Leicester fans. Jamie Vardy to Atletico Madrid. Now, this is uh, yeah. there is some substance to this. Atletico Madrid seem to be um, looking for a replacement for Fernando Torres, and Vardy is amongst a list of strikers that they are considering targeting. And... Uh, now that would be a massive blow if um, Leicester City lost Jamie Vardy. I mean, we, we, it might not happen. I mean, Jamie seems more than happy at City. Yeah. He's the main man. But you know, when clubs come along like Atletico Madrid and can offer you Champions League football, it must be a temptation. It, it must be because Vardy's thirty-one now, and the chances of him playing Champions League football again, if he stays at Leicester, are slim. Um, but I mean, when we saw the links come out. Yeah, come out yesterday and emerge yesterday it didn't really surprise me because Diego Simeone has been a very vocal admirer of Vardy's in the past when Leicester played them in the Champions League we were all quite surprised really about how strongly Simeone went on it saying Vardy is the kind of powerful forward that Atletico have had before I really rate him as a striker I really like him at the time we thought is he trying to sign him or what clearly he, clearly he does he clearly does want to try and sign him and when they've got Fernando Torres leaving, looks like Antoine Griezmann's probably going to go to Barcelona. So they are short of a, a clinical finisher. They've got Diego Costa, of, of course, as well. I can see why they want Vardy. I can see why they want to sign him. Um, and I can also see why Leicester won't want to sell him. Well, I, I saw a figure of £20 million reported. Uh, they were considering that nowhere near. Yeah, that set the get, fans off yesterday. Yeah, Some of them were saying, well, that's his... That's his Big toe sorted. What about the rest of him? And we've, we've run a poll on our website as well to see what Leicester fans think Vardy is worth. Not only, not just in the current market, but but to Leicester as well. And quite a high percentage of saying that he shouldn't be for sale at any price. What, whatever it is, he is too important to Leicester to let go because he's so crucial to how Leicester play. The way one how good a striker he is, but also Leicester's style of play is all geared to getting Vardy in behind defences and Vardy scoring goals for Leicester which is what they do without him I mean you talk about replacing Mares. well that's it we're Replace, expecting Mahrez re- to go repla- aren't we oh yeah if you, you lose Riyad 
And it's bad enough. Lose, lose the two of them and you might as well just, might as well just turn the light off on the <laughs> way out. <laughs> well, the man that's doing these deals is a guy called Eduardo Masia. Yeah. Um, he's the head of recruitment at Leicester City and he has been the subject of some transfer rumour as well. Yeah. Even the ed- heads of recruitment now are Too part bad. of Players it. been linked away, managers been linked away, Puel and Santetian, and now you've got Eduardo Masia. Everyone, no one is safe from the speculation. Of no. the transfer and he's been linked with West Ham United. Apparently, Manuel Pellegrini's coming in at the Hammers and uh, they want uh, Masia to head up their um, head of recruitment. Now, interesting timing of this is that Steve Walsh, the former head of recruitment, the man that um, unearthed Riyad Mahrez yeah. and N'Golo Kante and so many members of that title winning squad, is, all, is now available again. Could we have Walshy returning to Leicester City? I think, the, I think the fans would want that. I know he's got a lot of stick from the Everton fans for his perceived failings in the transfer market. Spent a lot of money on the likes of Gilfie Sigurdsson and they just brought in Czech Tosin, um, Michael Keane, who's been quite an exp- expensive disappointment. A lot of Everton fans' anger has been aimed towards Walsh, and they've had a big clear out now at Goodison, and Walsh has felt the brunt, has borne the brunt of that. I think Leicester fans would like to see him back. I don't think it would, I can't see it happening myself. Um, but. Yeah, I think fans would like that, wouldn't they? Well, there's certainly been question marks about Leicester City's business in the last few transfer windows. And yeah. Massia came in, um, appointed by Cla- uh, Claudio Ranieri after Walsh's department, uh, departure at the end of the title-winning season that summer. Uh, so he's been in here a couple of years now, and um, the, the last few um, transfer windows have not been particularly brilliant. We've got, we got to be honest, I mean, the, the, the one that's straight after that title... Um, although that was all lined up by, I would imagine, by Walsh before he went yeah. to Everton, with Slomani, Musa, Mendy. Three times they broke the, trans- the club transfer record. It's been about two weeks, and, they? and they've all gone. Yeah, well, they're all um, set to go. A lot of, uh, quite a few of those were Walsh, were Walsh targets. So I think it would be unfair to criticise Massia for all of for all of them, um, and also probably unfair to to paint Walsh as some, some kind of flawless, infallible transfer guru. He's done brilliantly, He's, his career tells you that. But some of those were, were Walsh fans, were Walsh players. But yeah, Leicester have struggled in the last couple of windows. We've said before on this, all the players signed in that title-winning summer are no longer at the club, um, well, weren't at the club at the end of the season because they were either sold, released, or out on loan. And you look at you say what Ndidi and Maguire are the two starting a bore probably mm. we've not seen enough of Adrian Silva yet to really make too much of a judgement because of delays and that <laughs> kind of thing um, but Leicester missed that chance didn't they That they should, you strengthen when you're at your position of strength and they had that chance after the title winning season and they blew it now we're in a we're in a summer where there's a lot of change needs to happen a big overhaul of the squad as you said they can't. They can't get this wrong. Um, the early signs of the transfer window are positive. Well, yeah, and they need to get the fans back on side as well because mm. there was a lot of um, discontent towards Claude at the end of the season. And if they um, start next season uh, poorly, then he's going to be under intense pressure, mm. isn't he? And it might not. He might not survive that. I've already had people tweet me though saying after the Pereira signing, someone tweeted me saying, "I've changed my mind on Claude now." Because brought, he can attract players like Because he brought in a player like Pereira, they think, oh, now I think he probably deserves a bit of time now if you can attract this kind of player. 
Well, I think I remember the same sort of things was, was said when City was signed, the likes of Musa and Mendy and that, yeah. and Slamani. People going, "Wow, this is going to be amazing." When we saw you Musa dribble past Barcelona's defence, yeah, we thought, "Wow, oh, exactly." And and you can just never tell until you see them actually in the flesh playing in the Premier League. It's a big step up from the Portuguese league. I, I personally believe the, st the standard is much much higher in the Premier League. So we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully, it's going to be a big big hit. But um, we'll certainly. Well, that's why, as we said earlier, with Evans, it's. It's positive that they're bringing in someone with Premier League experience because he's not really a gamble. He's not as big a gamble as some as a foreign player who's never played in the league before. This is someone who's done it at the biggest well, the biggest club in in the country in Manchester United and has, has done it all his career. So he's not a gamble. You just, you just you sign him, you bring him in, and you're more confident that he'll be able to perform at that level because he's done it before. Well, Evans might be partnering Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire is now on international duty yep. with England. Seamless little uh, beautiful transition. Segue. And uh, with Jamie Vardy, they've uh, joined up with the squad yep. today. Um, what the countdown to the World Cup really begins now, doesn't it? Because we'll have some friendlies soon as well. The, the lads are starting to join their camps and they start whittling down the provisional squads. And City could potentially have 10 players. Ten, yeah. yeah, Pereira would be the 10th. Oh, Pereira would be the 10th. I'll just dance around. <laughs> there we go, Rob. Uh, Pereira would be the, uh, the the tenth City player to go uh, to the World Yeah, Cup. potentially. Um, so we've got Vardy and Maguire, and then we have the three Nigerians in Inacho, Musa, and Ndidi. Um, Kasper Schmeichel at Denmark, Johan Benlawan at Tunisia, uh, Shinji Okazaki uh, for Japan, and then we've got Adrian Silva and uh, Ricardo Pereira at Portugal. So that's ten. Spent this morning looking at all the other Premier League clubs and how many they've got, and Leicester are pretty much one of the big, one of the highest teams in terms of numbers of people who could be um, be at the World Cup. It, it, along the likes of Manchester United, have got ten going. Man City have got sixteen, but Leicester look to have more than the likes of Arsenal, more than the likes of Liverpool. Just shows what a, kind of how far Leicester have progressed since four years ago when we're all getting excited about Riyad Mahrez being there. We had one player then, and we were all over the moon waiting to see Riyad turn play for, for Algeria. Now, Leicester are a completely different outfit. They're a completely different beast. They've got international players everywhere. Yeah, it will certainly uh, add an extra interest to the World Cup, won't it, in, in Russia, having that many City players out there. Obviously, though, a few headaches as well. You don't want them to get injured mm. whilst they're out there. So, Claude Pearl will be sitting there biting his nails, and it won't be because the games are particularly <laughs> tense, will it? It'd be because, uh, I mean, if Pereira got injured, oh, no, and just yeah. uh, signed him. And he's but it also puts him in the shop window as well, doesn't it? Like, I know yeah. people, I mean, from my point of view as a, as a fan, I want Maguire to do brilliantly well because... I think he's brilliant. I think he's he's got all the attributes to be able to perform on the to, on the top stage, and you want to see, you want as a Leicester fan you want to be proud of those players representing Leicester at the World Cup. If he has the standout World Cup, the vultures start circling, and then Leicester have got a job trying to beat off interest from huge clubs. So that one comes with a double-edged sword. Nididi as well. Yeah, not the only Nididi one. in that same uh, category as well. Uh, but they're all vying, of course, to go one better than Muzzy, is it? And actually yeah. play in a World Cup final. Was he semi final? Played in the semi final, though, when you ask him about it, I can't remember much about it. No, all he remembers is. Um, playing for Turkey. He remembers uh, sitting in the dressing room and the manager speaking speaking in Turkish and giving the instruction in Turkish, and Muzzy not knowing a word of it, sitting there just nodding his head <laughs> and just 
saying, okay, yes, gaffer, and that, that was about it. Yeah, well, hopefully they'll have good World Cups and uh, we'll obviously be uh, going into more depth um, during the World Cup as well on the performances of the Leicester players. Thank you very much for joining us today. That's uh, all for this uh, podcast. Don't forget beer52.com. We've got live blog running on our Mercury website as well, so you can keep up to date with all the Leicester City news and all the transfer news. And don't forget the uh, website as well for all the breakout stories. Thank you for joining us.